Well, thank you. And uh, uh, you'll need to turn there with Third John. In verse 4, it says, I have no greater joy than that to hear that my children walk in truth. And I've been hearing all day from you folks. There's one thing about your son. He preaches the truth. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. This mom and me couldn't be happier. Uh, I am so glad. And you, you guys have been so good to him. And you've been so good to us when we've been here. I just... Uh, Love this place. I think you know you got a wonderful place here. I think you know that. But uh, uh, I talk to other, well, I travel, when they travel or whatever. There's just not a lot of places like this anymore. They just preach the word and they're just good, friendly. Man, you guys are so, you just fellowship. I love it. And friendly and make us feel so at home. And uh, I'm so glad for that. And uh, let's pray. Father, I need your help tonight. You know, I'm just an old farm boy. But uh, I know enough about your word that uh, I, can, I can tell folks about it, that it, it works. It's, it's, there's no better way to live than to live by your word and by your truth. There's no other. Just, it's just the best book. And... Uh, and I'm honored tonight to be here, and I pray that you'll bless in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, one man said, it's, it's terrible to grow old alone. My wife hasn't had a birthday in 10 years. Hmm. You're reaching middle age when it takes longer to rest up than it did to get tired. That's me. Uh, Malachi chapter 3, I... Uh, in September, I got the, the privilege of going on a missions trip with uh, my oldest son and two of my son-in-laws to Guadalajara, uh, Mexico. And uh, there's a young preacher we've been helping down there, doing an amazing work. He's only been there four years, and he's just uh, really doing a job. And he already has a college of 40-some students, and most of these are people he's reached in the last four years. I've never seen anything like it. And he, he said, uh, Brother Lehman, would you, uh, would you teach my college uh, when, when you're down there? And I said, well, I'll try. I don't know Spanish, so I had to go through him. And he, I said, what do you want me to teach on? And he said, uh, on giving. So I said, I love, I love teaching on giving. Uh, I believe the best uh, living is living give, is giving living. And uh, so I go like where, uh, where you'd go to teach on giving, Malachi chapter 3. And, and you know, in verse 10, it, talk, it talks about bring ye all the tithes to the storehouse. And I believe in, the, in the giving the tithe. And if, if there's someone here that has not, come to that point in their life yet, I, let me encourage you, uh, you're missing out. You're missing out on the blessings of God. If you're not, it's, it's not that God needs your money. You know, he fed the children of Israel 40 years without anybody giving him money. It's that he's chosen you to be a part of his work. And, he, and it's a faith thing. Because it makes no sense 
to give one dollar out of ten, and at nine dollars goes farther than ten? It makes no sense. And I can't explain it. Other than it's God. I love it when you can't explain it. You know it's God. And that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me herewith now like that. I, I think that's what we would, as a kid growing up, I dare you. I believe God's saying, I dare you. Try it. You, you prove me that if uh, I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that it shall not be room enough to receive. Now, I like blessings. And uh, I, 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 prove, I, I like proving God. And I found out what he says is so. And I'm not one that rounds it off to, let's see, $123.38. You know, I want to make sure I'm covered. I'll go a little over. Uh, yeah, I, 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 because the next verse, whoa, and I will rebuke the devourer. Now, I've been told that's, that's the devil. So if I tithe, God's going to take care of that rascal for me? Now, that's good insurance. 10% and he's going to see to it that that guy is taken care of. Well, hey, amen. Uh, that is, that's just good insurance. And, uh, and I'm a farmer, so the next part even applies to me more. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Well, hey, if that rascal don't destroy the fruits of my ground, that's good. Yeah, I got something to sell. And... Uh, Neither shall you cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Boy, that's, those are promises. So I, I taught that, and I thought, well, uh, he says, now, now Saturday morning, this was Friday night, Saturday morning, he said, I, I want you to speak to my soul, winning, my soul winners before they go out. I said, okay, well, what would you have me to to uh, speak on there. Oh, on giving. I said, okay. Uh, well, I already did Malachi. Uh, I said, well, how about giving? It shall be given. Now, I want you to uh, look at Luke in chapter, let me make sure I'm right. Yeah, Luke in chapter 6 and verse 38, very familiar verse. And I'm going to show you, I've done this illustration before in uh, Sunday school, and we had it on a scale at that time. And I'm going to show you what God says will happen. Now, I'm a popcorn farmer, so I asked Justin to get me a bowl of popcorn. All right? This, this is what I'm given, a level bowl of popcorn. All right? Now, the Bible says... And good measure pressed down. So now, I'm going to press it down, shaken. Oh, yeah. And uh, running over. Now, I don't know how much running over is. Do you? Well, I ain't going to run over much because he ain't giving me much popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but running over. Now, is that what that verse says? Do you believe that? Is that King James Bible? Is that what it says? Now, we did, we, we checked that on scale. 
And it was like 33% increase. Now let me tell you what. As a businessman, if I can give a dollar and get a dollar 33 back, I'm going to do that all day long. If you can show me a better investment, please do. Because I want it. I want to get in on that. Every dollar I give, now it, 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 you can look at that verse and it may not be money you're giving. It may be your time. I don't know. It just says give. Now, isn't it, I've watched over the years and it seems that uh, folks that give of their time somehow have more time. Now, I know that makes no sense. But neither does giving 10% of your income that you end up with more. But I'll knock on people's doors out soul winning and, and they work a 40 hour week and they're telling me they don't have time to go to church. And I said, wow. Okay, funny. I can work 70 hour week and still have time to go to church Amen. and still have time to go out soul winning. Amen. How is that? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But God says giving shall be given back. In I mean, wouldn't you rather have that than what I started with? So, so I taught that for soul winning, and I thought, well, there we go. And he says, hey, I want on Sunday night, I want you to preach to my uh, Sunday night crowd. I said, well, what would you have me to preach on? On giving. I said, <laughs> Hmm, I'm running out of places in the Bible to find on giving. And uh, I don't want to let this man down. I, I never want to waste people's time, and I never want to. And I'm just a simple, as you can tell, I'm just a simple preacher. You're not going to get any deep theological stuff from me. I don't know it. I'm just simple. And I went back to my hotel and I said, Father, you got to help me because I don't know what to these folks, so the, the, the college folks were making room and board plus $25 a week. And then going out sewing like, and working like no one I've seen working. I'm, I'm supposed to tell them to give more? And then I've seen that this is going to be a driving crowd coming in on, either driving in or coming in on buses. And I'm supposed to tell those people to give? And I... I said, well, Lord, you've got to help me with this. And I believe he gave me this. Uh, John in chapter 6. Now, you've heard this story. If you've been to church, you've heard it since you was knee high. You've heard this story. But you never heard it like this, I'll guarantee you. You've never heard it like this. Uh, John chapter 6 and verse 5. And when Jesus... Then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him. He saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that we may eat? Now, and he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. God always knows what he's going to do ahead of time, isn't that something? This is all part of a plan. So one of his disciples, Andrew, wait, Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that everyone then may take a little. 
Now, what I think he's saying, and I looked up 200 penny worth is, now this was probably before this last round of inflation. They're <laughs> estimating it somewhere around $15,000. And Philip's saying, Jesus, we don't have $15,000, you know that. And if we did, we might be able to take them down to McDonald's and get them a, just, just, a, just a hamburger. But they're not going to be full. Now, it doesn't say that, but I think that's what he means. And uh, so one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, can you, can you hear this? There's a lad here. I believe he said it probably something like this. He hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. <laughs> but what is that amongst so many? <laughs> One little boy said, heard they were looking for something and needing some food. And he said, well, Jesus, I don't have much. I've been out fishing. I got these little bluegills. And, and Mama made me some uh, from bread for lunch. And hoping I'd catch a couple fish. And... Uh, Jesus, you're willing to have that. It's all I got, but you can have it if you want. <laughs> what Jesus can do with a little is amazing. And Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now, there was much grass in this place. So the men sat down in the number of about 5,000. And obviously they had women and kids 15,000 maybe, who knows. But it was a good crowd of people. And Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and, and likewise the fishes as many as they would. Now, I can't prove this, but that little boy, you know, if you give to Jesus, you're close to Jesus. You know that? I really believe that little boy was close by why wouldn't he be? He just gave us lunch. I believe his eyes got so big. This little boy's life's never going to be the same. No, never. He never seen anything like this. His eyes got so big. As Jesus took that little bit that he gave and turned it into a meal, smorgasbord, all you could eat, fish and bread. Can you imagine that? And all he did was give what he had. That's all he did. That's all he did. He gave what he had. Well, I, I'm, this is, I've never done this before. This is something having that in front of me like that. <laughs> and when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. You know, Jesus is not a waster. You know, isn't that something that he had him gather that up? I mean, he could just made more. But he's teaching us by example. No, you don't waste. You don't waste it. And there was enough. Everybody was full. I mean, they couldn't eat any more. They were like, you know how Baptists are when you go to potluck. Mmm, man, they could not eat any more. And they gather. Yet there twelve unfilled twelve baskets with the fragments and five barley loaves which remained over and above all that them had eaten. Now, this isn't in the Bible, 
They can't prove to you this is what happened. Here's what I think happened. Do you know how Baptists are when they get done? And there's food left over. Hey, any of you want to take this home? I mean, my wife will make enough for oh, half the church. That's just, that's just and I'm, I'm glad she's like that. But, you know, there's only three of us at home, and we don't eat all that food. And uh, now here's my guess. To look at the boy, because I believe he's still close to Jesus. I mean, after all that, he's going to hang around. I believe they looked at him. And here's the other thing. I've never seen you give and end up with less than you gave. So my guess is, they said, son, could you use some of this? No, why wouldn't they have? Now, I, I can just see this boy taking one of the baskets home. Harley could carry it. And he walks in the door. And mama says, son, where did you get that? He says, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> Mom, you're not going to believe this. Well, I mean, where did you get it? Mama, you're not going to believe it. Well, tell me, son, try. Well, I, I, I got to hear Jesus today. Oh, it was something. He was a healing people. And he was preaching. And he was telling people how to get saved. You say, how do you know he was telling people how to get saved? Because he was Jesus. And that's what he came here for. You better believe he's telling people how to get saved. He had a crowd. Just like y'all draw a crowd for fill them buses. and you I mean... What better way to draw a crowd was heal somebody? Drew a crowd and preached the gospel to them. Oh, mama, it was so good. And, and then it got late. And uh, I just overheard him. His disciples saying, uh, uh, Jesus is looking for some food to feed these people. And, 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 and mama, I just, you remember that little, those loaves of bread you made me for my lunch? And then I, I got these two little fishes and and I said, if, if you can, you can, if you want, you can have these, Jesus. It's, it's all I got. You know what? Jesus is only asking for what you got, not for what you don't have. He's not expecting you to give what you don't have. He's expecting to give you what you, what you got. And you just wouldn't believe what he did with it. And he had this food left over and asked for one to get home. Now, I can't prove that happened. But I'll tell you what, I can prove. You don't go back home with, more, with less than you. When you give to the Lord, you end up with more. When you give to the Lord, you end up with this. That's what you end up with. More than you started with. Because Jesus said that you'd end up like that. And so I tried it and I proved it. It works. So when I was about 15 years old, I was saved at nine and uh, when I was about 15 years old, uh, there was a group that came to our church, and I, I don't remember who they were or what. They, we were not Baptists, but uh, praise God, I got some good teaching there at times. And, and they were uh, really encouraging folks. They were encouraging us, just give your lives to the Lord. And I can remember as a 15-year-old boy, and I was 
not making this up, I was the smallest kid, smallest boy in my class of about, about 120 in the class. And, uh, that's not fun, you know. I mean, I wasn't like excelling sports and I wasn't, uh, uh, I was average student and there was nothing, nothing. I didn't have anything that you could just say, wow, this sticks out. But I remember getting on my knees and I was saying, God, if you can use this, if you can use me, God, I want to make a difference. If you can use me, you can have my life. I really want to make a difference. And the last 42 years we've been in a church like this. We decided... My wife and we said, we're going to be all in. We're, we're, going, we're just going to be all in. And we got made fun of and told we were radical. Yeah, might be a little radical. We uh, belonged to a cult. Because, I mean, we went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, and even, even sometimes we went soul winning. And I mean, who does all that? You must be a nut. Well, I gave my life to the Lord. I wanted him to have it. And you know, I've looked around, and I've never been sorry. And I've never come up on the short end of the stick. If there's folks here tonight that have never just, I'm not talking, I mean, if you're not saved, for sure get saved. But maybe you're saved and just haven't, just haven't taken that next step of saying, okay, I believe you, God. I trust you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start tithing. And I, I, it makes me nervous. I don't know how. I can't, can't make ends meet already now, but I'm just going to try it. I'm going I'm to prove you, God, now. I'm going to prove you. And uh, maybe you've done that, but, but I don't believe you're really given until you go past that. And you, maybe, maybe you say, uh, you know, look, I'm not fundraising here tonight. I don't even belong to this church. I'm, not, I'm just trying to, to help you to, to see the, the best way to live is, is to give. You know, 100 years from now, the only thing that matters is what we're doing right now. What we're doing with what we have. It's really, it really matters. You know, I, I've said this before. As you know, most of you know, if you don't, I'm a popcorn farmer. And we got these great big, what you would call silos full of popcorn. And one thing I would hope that the Lord will let me see when this whole thing burns up. I want to see those things just, you know. <laughs> You've seen a brother monster. Wouldn't that be something to see it blow the, the lid off them things? Um, but it, it's just going to burn up. The only thing that's going to matter 100 years from now is what I've done now. The only thing. And if God can do this for this little boy, because he just gave all that he had, well, I want to be all in. I just want to be all in. Call me radical if you want. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. I've been called that for 42 years. It doesn't bother me. I want to be. What a way. What, I'll tell you what. I, I don't believe when we get to heaven, we're going to be sorry. You know, if he rewards you for giving a glass of water, what, what, what's he going to do for if you just give of your time and efforts and your finances? What's he going to do? I don't know. I don't know. 
It took him six days and speak the world into existence. And for 2,000 years, he's been building a place for me? What's he building? I can't even grasp it. I don't know. All I know is I've never come up on the short end of the stick with God. And all I'm saying is if you, if you haven't just given it all, I'll challenge you tonight to say, like I did with 15, I don't care what people think. I don't care if they think I'm a nut, and they will. But I'm just going to get all in for God. And maybe you're already there. Praise God if you are, stay there. Don't change. Don't back, don't back up. And uh, uh, I guess I better call you pastor. Pastor, if you want to take it from here. Every head bowed, every eyes closed tonight. And uh, as the panelists get ready to come, I uh, just want to just encourage you tonight to, uh, to take what you heard. Are you all in? Are you all in? And we see what happens to a young boy who was all in. And I'm thankful for the day I, I decided that. And I know many of you have. And, and this is such a great church. But maybe the Lord pricked your heart tonight. Uh, maybe he uh, encouraged you in an area maybe that you, that you haven't given to God. Maybe it's a, a sin. Maybe it's a, uh, something that's, that's holding you back. It's not a bad thing, but, but it's keeping you from doing what God has for you to do. Uh, may I encourage you to, to allow God to work in your heart tonight. And uh, Lord, you know each and every person here. And, and Lord, we thank you for your message, Lord, from from your man tonight and thank you for the years of experience that has shown him this and Lord the scripture and this little boy Lord what a interesting thought um, that he got to walk away most likely with way more than he he brought and we want to be all in with you and Lord not necessarily give all our money but give back to you as you've given to us but be all in when it comes to serving you and living for you and putting you first and making you the hub of our wheel instead of just a spoke. And Lord, I pray that we'll do what you have for us tonight, Lord, and we'll respond to your message in Jesus' name. Amen. If you can stand to your feet tonight, the piano is going to play, and we're just going to have a brief invitation. May you respond to the message as God would have you do. The altar's open. I invite you to come. Maybe just take a minute or two and pray if the Lord's touched your heart. Maybe there's a teenager here that God's been working on your heart. I know for one, I struggled for a little bit, giving in to what God wanted, and I'm so thankful I did. Maybe there's a young adult that's been holding back a little bit. And may I say tonight, it's, it's so good when you, when you give in to God. Maybe there's someone in between that and an older member. Maybe you say, God's been working on my heart about something. May you take a moment or two tonight and just respond to this simple message from God's Word.
Lord, we sure do love you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you again for Lord, all you do for us. Thank you for this message, Lord. I pray that you'll be with these dear people this week as they go about, and uh, you'll just guide and direct them. And, Lord, give us safety and protection. We sure do love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you could be seated just for a second tonight, and uh, just for sake of a, just a few reminders, that uh, this coming week we'll be back to normal and back to Wednesday night service and, of course, back to, to school. I know some of the kids and parents are, I'm sure, excited about that. And then, of course, back to our normal uh, Sunday as well. And so I want to remind you about those things. I also uh, wanted to share tonight that a few months ago, uh, Brother Cameron uh, Howe came over and we talked for a little bit. And God had been working on his heart and about uh, a new uh, ministry and some areas in, in his life that he felt like God was leading in him. And so we prayed about it. And recently he said, you know, I think I think it's time. And so we uh, um, prayed about it again, and, and God's working in his heart for another ministry and a different direction that God has for him. And so uh, after eight years, I couldn't help but think, wow, you know, what a, what a hard worker and uh, what a devoted person, not just Cameron, but his wife, Cindy, and uh, how many hours she's played the piano and served in the nursery. And of course, Cameron's done the orchestra, and he's done the band, he's done his class, and Everything he's done, God has blessed. He's worked hard, and I believe that's one of the reasons why God is blessed. He's a hard worker, and he has a love for the Lord, and so uh, he's going to leave a big hole. They both will, and uh, we sure do love the little kids, but, you know, we serve a big God, and I have no doubt he will help fill that hole. But I wanted to share that tonight. Uh, he'll be with, they'll be with us through next Sunday, and so we'll be praying for them as they transition and go uh, to that next uh, step in, in their ministry uh, but we are thankful, and we'll be forever grateful for what you, uh, time you put in here, uh, the Howe family. And so at this time, Brother Munch, would you mind just closing us in prayer? Would that be okay? And why don't you come up here and close us in prayer tonight, and then we'll be dismissed uh, tonight. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the message we heard, dear Father. Very simple, but very powerful. And Lord, if we just apply those truths to our lives, we'll see a life that's blessed. And so I pray that every heart would take that to uh, themselves and apply it to their lives. Lord, I thank you for Brother Cameron and Miss Cindy and their family and how you've used them so faithfully here. I remember when they first showed up, dear Father, in all these years, and you've taught them and you've used them. And in mighty ways, you've blessed them to build ministries and to be a blessing to so many people. And Father, I believe your hand of blessing is on his life, and you'll continue to use them in great and mighty ways. And we look forward to hearing about how you're using their lives in your service, Lord. And I know that wherever you guide, you provide. Wherever you lead, you feed, and you will take good care of them. And Father, I pray that you'll bless these people. It is a big hole to fill, but you have done it over and over and over again throughout all these years. And Lord, I thank you for the hole you filled when I stepped down from being pastor. And I thank you for our pastor for this church. And I pray you'll bless him in his birthday this week. And I pray your blessings will continue to rest on this corner of 213 in Leland and throughout this area for the cause of Christ. And we'll thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.